0: This is Leafs Late Night, your night of post-game podcast. Hosted by Roscoe, The Fanalist, Southey, Beaner, and Gardy Broder. Yes, Mike Ross. Uh, he became a good friend of ours uh, throughout our whole uh, history of this podcast. But hey, I know we have a lot of new listeners. And tonight, another thing is new as well, aka it is me, Steph the finalist, on her own for her own solo show. So you get me covering the Leafs game today because everyone else is a little busy. It's the holidays. It's We have work, you know, I'm grateful to work from home, able to catch the game. But today, the game was at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, so totally out of the norm. We're used to a 7 p.m. game, and yeah. Anyways, welcome back to Leafs Late Night. I am Steph the Fanalist. This is presented by Inside the Rank. Check it out. They cover all almost all hockey leagues in North America. You can find our pre and post-game shows and um also articles, merch, etc. etc. But anyways, check them out. But yeah, today, next gen game, guys, all the kitties were at the Scotiabank Arena. 2 p.m. start. Keith said after the game today, uh he actually um appreciates this game start because he actually gets to see his kids play hockey afterwards, which melts my heart, right? Um, When does a coach really have time, you know, coach of the NHL, to see his kids play hockey? So good on him. And today we had full, well, I did, full hope and full, you know, faith that the Leafs would beat the Philadelphia Flyers, the Broad Street Bullies, and today they beat them five or sorry three to four to three jesus <laughs> and the leaves have a good history when it comes to the next gen games nine one and one no complaints i actually went to one about five years ago and it was versus the carolina hurricanes 2 p.m game I uh, was able to get some free tickets off a friend thank you keith and the Leafs dominated the Canes 8-1. to I remember barely sitting, just, you know, <laughs> cheering, going nuts, um, doing the Scott Darling chants. I know we were horrible, but the whole arena was going off like, Darling, the goalie at the time. And after, uh, we went off to the Toronto Christmas Market, which was a great time, so... That's a great memory for me. I know a lot of people were talking about their first Leaf games and, you know, how they became a Leaf fan in general, a lot on social media today. Um, For me, anyways, I believe my first Leaf game happened to be a Leafs white and blue game um, before the preseason of one season. And I was in elementary school, I believe grade maybe six or seven, and my, one of my teachers was like, hey, anyone want, want free tickets? And I think I was one of the only ones who piped up because I've been a lifelong Leaf fan. Bleed blue, no matter the pain, no matter what we have been through. So that's why we are so grateful and so excited to talk about the Leafs today and in general because we are witnessing history, folks. Oh, man. So nice. So nice to be a Leaf fan, even though we get shit on all the time, but that's, that's okay. But let's just get on to the game today. Oh my God. Right before everyone is dressed up in their Ryan Reynolds Sick Kids charity sweaters, looking fly as hell, Matthews with skates, and we had all of the care cartoon caricature caricatures drawn up for our buds so every time we saw the screen we saw their little image beside them and also the kids right the kids that came out onto the ice um, mimicked the players and bunting said right after the game you know it's really cool because not too long ago we were once those kids I mean I unfortunately didn't go to one of those games as a child but I can only imagine Michael Bunting being in the stands cheering on his favorite team with the dream of you know playing as a Toronto Maple Leaf and look at him today wow but coming into tonight not many lineup changes, I mean we had Sandine on IR, um, unfortunate news, neck injury, I'm not too sure of the extent there but he's placed on IR so you know that there's a minimum amount of time he has to be out but lucky for Sandine, we have the Christmas break so the Leafs can use that time to heal, just get better, get ready for more hockey to come in five days. I know I'm saying Christmas break, like it's a month long or something, but the the holidays go by really quick guys. (laughs) So enjoy, relax and yeah, fuel, fuel up for next time. I believe Sammy after the game, you know, acknowledged his, um, not best play within the last couple games. So he said he's going to take some time and work on his mental health and possibly go fishing, which why not? If you like that, all good for you, bro. Um, for me, I will just be eating, drinking. Um, we're supposed to be getting a huge snowstorm here in uh, Durham region. Um, I heard the likes of 50 plus centimeters, freezing rain. So it's kind of a weighty game. <laughs> we don't know what's going on yet, but yeah, Sammy Annette 8-0 at home. 8-1 and 0 versus the Flyers. Most wins against any other NHL opponent. So this also, you know, gives Leaf's Nation confidence. Much smile, much wow, right? And Philly, only one win in the last 10 road games, being outscored 37-24. to So, not too good for them. John Tortorella clearly looking a little frustrated tonight on the bench, especially after the game, you know, putting his head down, giving it a shake, walking off. Sorry, bud. You know how great our coach is, and you've said it yourself. I believe you're one of the only coaches who defends our coach. So nice to get the win. Nice to get the dub. And nice to see our first line start. And ending the first shift with a puck stoppage on Hart. Um, Nylander taking a hook on D- D'Angelo right into the hands. Unfortunately for the Buds, the first shot on net goes in. Uh D'Angelo, of course, big slapper from the point. Um, Hayes making the decision to pass instead of taking JVR in the slot. And yeah, Sammy was too screened. He, I want to say, had no chance, but I'm being optimistic as well. And within the first 10 minutes of the first period, only one shot on net for Toronto guys not acceptable especially when you're thinking about Philadelphia who's in the bottom of the standings and all of the stats I just spewed out you're like oh is this going to be another demon coming to creep up behind me or will the Philadelphia Flyers follow suit and crash and burn like they have been doing all season long known for having a lead giving up the lead and not finishing the game in their favor but the first period honestly it kind of looked like the Leafs were at school for their last day of school before the holiday break and they just didn't really care as much as they used to (laughs) and I really hate to say that because there was a lot of plays tonight where it worked they clicked clearly they scored four goals today um A lot of people with a lot of good chances. Marner five shots, Nylander five shots, JT three. Just speaking of JT for a sec, I was really hoping that he would score one, especially since uh, last game versus the Flyers. I believe that was on November 3rd. Leafs won. JT had four points, including a hat trick. And this was the little stretch in time when he was completely on fire. Oh, my God. Excuse me. If you uh, are big on sports betting, a lot of people made a lot of money that few couple weeks there because JT and (laughs) the odds for him were great. But um, Toronto, back on the power play uh, in the first period. DeLaurier holding camp. And they go back to their five forward power play. We talked a little bit about it on last episode. I think the Leafs are really getting the hang of it. It was nice to see Matthews and Marner running the point, but not being stationary. And what I mean was that at one point when, you know, Nylander took the shot, he was rotating in and out of the two points and Matthews was able to have an attempt at a rebound after the puck popped up. So yeah, are we for it? Maybe for now, right? Now we have Sandin out, Geo, or sorry, not Geo, what am I saying? Morgan Riley. See, I miss Mo guys. I know it's been it's been a while and we're getting used to hockey without Mo. But I hope he takes this Christmas break, heals up, gets some skating in, you know, gets some touches in, even if he can't. Take lying rushes. Just get skating, get prepared, enjoy our little run right now because we want to keep it going. And I know after a bunch of wins in a row, it's not going to sustain. But Morgan Riley is our top boy. He's our top defender on the team. He's paid long term. So we have to believe that he's going to return in full force. I do anyway. But. To end the period. Shots for Toronto, eleven to three. So that just goes to show, <laughs> like, even though the um, even though the tally on the board was one nothing for for the Flyers, the Leafs were trying. They were really trying. I think the thing people were pissed about on Twitter, social media in general, was that you know too many broken plays. I guess being out of position. Um, the leaves had 13 give giveaways tonight, um, flyers with 12. but I don't know. the eye test wasn't doing it at times, but then at other times it's like, oh my god, this is what this is what we know. So but some people also have that feeling because the leaves tend to play down to their opponent for some reason. Um, this is what we speculate anyways. Of course, our buds want to end the season break with a win. And hey, they were able to do it tonight. A win is a win is a win. We got the two points. And yeah, it may have not been pretty, but hey, we did it. And now it's break (laughs) time. But anyway, second period, um, we start the period off finishing that last power play for the buds, you know, ending that first period. I'm hoping the buds can tie it up. Of course, going into the second one, one, even out the score, but that's okay. Um, Leafs didn't take much time on their second opportunity when a frost was interfered with and or sorry, their uh, second opportunity in the second frame on the power play. Fair behold on Matthews. Marner. Oh my God. This shot gets tipped against the grain by Yarncroke after many, many attempts from PP1. And the Leafs were in transition to get PP2 out there. Bunting yarn Croak take a little sec or sorry, switch positions and yarn Croak's able to get the tip. So awesome, awesome shot by Mitch Marner and JT. Oh, another good chance as well. Blasting it just wide of heart and the Leafs right before scoring on this power play had the longest delayed penalty ever. It seemed um, to me, I think I counted three line changes while they were on this delayed penalty. So it's not like PP1 didn't have a lot of chances because they played for about a minute and a half or so to almost two minutes while on this delayed penalty. And the Flyers, they had a couple good sticks, but they just couldn't maintain control of the puck. And that's what the Leafs did this game, in my opinion, was that they were... Yes, they made some silly plays and lost possession, but they were able to, you know, rebound and maintain possession right afterwards. So y- Yarn Croak ties up the scoring. And then right after that, Ristalainen hold on Nylander. Nylander um, driving the net. Ristalainen <laughs> You know, just going right after him. I saw a tweet earlier today, Mike Stevens brought up on Twitter saying that Rasmus Ristolainen has zero points. (laughs) Guys, (laughs) 25 games played this year, averages nearly 20 minutes a night on ice, and this guy couldn't get a secondary or third assist so far this season. So not looking good for the Flyers in that aspect. I believe in his career, he is a negative 177. So yeah, I know playing for Buffalo in their uh, dark years didn't help before the trade. But anyways, um, Toronto scoring quickly on this power play. Marner directly in 13 seconds into the PP, 13 goal of the year. Opens up, walks into the one-timer, heart getting a piece of it, but it just gets through. Oh, baby, what a nice feed from JT. Nylander to JT, feeding Marner, who's ready for the pass. Big shot. Something that, you know, I've been screaming at my TV a lot lately for, (laughs) um remembering the JT attempt last game where he held, 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 no shot. Same thing with Marner before, you know, so many times you're just like, shoot. (laughs) But yeah, leaves end the second period up two to one, looking good. The shots are 15 to four, the total 26 to seven. Oh baby. Two periods for the Flyers, guys, and the shots were seven. The Leafs only allowed seven shots on goal for Sammy. It's unfortunate that the first shot went in, especially if you have him in (laughs) fantasy. The stats never look good in that aspect. But last game, first two periods against Tampa, eight shots, right? So it's looking great. And going into the third we just want the buds to hold down the four get a couple more but you know stay solid um don't loosen up which unfortunately that's what happens but not too soon because 30 seconds in 33 seconds into the period bunting scores down on one knee again, just like he has in the last five games or so, points in twelve of the last thirteen games for Michael Bunting, four in the last consecutive or four consecutive goals in the last um, home uh, four home games. And, yeah, the Scotia Bank Arena was buzzing pretty quiet throughout the whole night i don't know if it's just the kitties and their low voices but finally in the third period i heard the go leafs go chants and they definitely sounded like children (laughs) oh man but i'm so happy for michael bunting what a success story guys like 1703 on the ice tonight 422 power play time Adjusting to anywhere he he needs to play. Big props to Michael Bunting. Third period, Samsonov had a couple good saves. Big, big stops. Ben unfortunately interferes with Connecty rushing up the boards. And Philly is back on the power play. Oh, man. Kevin Hayes gave me a heart attack for one sec, though. The shot goes off the post. Draws down the goal line off the second post and out. There's no whistle because the play keeps going. And I'm just thinking, like, are they going to stop to see if there's going to be a review? Because the puck was kind of wobbly. But no, it's all good in the hood. But unfortunately, Geo gets called while crashing down with someone at the exact same time for holding to me this was not a penalty they kind of both fell but unfortunately the guy, the the buds go on five on three for one minute and this is when we really appreciate David Kampf um just putting it out there if Kampf gets extended this year even if it's for one year, I'm buying a David Camp jersey. I mean, why am I even using that excuse? I should just buy one now. But <laughs> give this guy the A, honestly. What a player, especially coming from, who was it? The Blackhawks at the time and one goal or whatever it was. And wow, wow. He just gets better and better. Camp picking up picking out the puck out of the crease, clearing on this um, penalty kill, five on three, blocking across crease pass, um, Marner taking control, kills the five on three. So Philly only has 50, 58 seconds left on their power play and limiting uh, the Flyers to one shot on net. Also, kudos to Kerfoot, who um, actually may have saved a goal when Owen Tippett um was driving the net, and Kerfoot flattened his stick and totally blocked him from trying to go around Samsonov. And it's guys like David Kampf who find that puck and just whip it out of the zone, especially in panic modes. But yeah, right after this power play dies down, the leaves get back on it, and about halfway through the fir- the frame, Kneelander is cutting through the center of the ice after the fourth line gets ozone time, hems the zone, keeping the the Flyers stuck. They 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 manage to get a full change. The Leafs uh, getting their top guys out. We have Kneelander, Matthews, Bunting. Kneelander to Matthews, who's on top of the zone, um, goes back to Kneelander who finds Matthews, and then Geo um, Hall. Oh my God! It was just. Such a fast sequence! All of a sudden, you see Nylander cutting through the middle, backhand, ed in. Whew! 20th goal of the season. First, first leaf on the team to reach 20 this season, guys. Damn. Also important to note, Nylander got the belt tonight. So kudos to him. One goal, two assists, three points tonight. And yeah, we were feeling great. You know, less than 10 minutes left into the frame. The Leafs are up 4-1 into this game. We're good. I mean, we're feeling great. Holidays are here. We just have to hold it down. But unfortunately, Frost all alone, it happened so quickly. Uh, Mike Ross didn't have a chance to announce the Nylander goal yet and goes 5-hole on Sammy from a D'Angelo feed. And Konechny also getting the second apple on that. The only person in the building who was happy about this was his dad. Of course, Frost is from the GTA. And of course, he scores tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Because it would not be a Leaf game if something like this did not happen. (laughs) Yeah. So, we have to shake it off. Shake it off at this point. But no. No. What was it? Uh, a minute and 23 seconds later, Farabee scores. L- we lose neutral zone puck battles. Farabee cuts in, takes it to the outside. Geo can't get there to make the block. And it goes through the five hole again. Three goals in a minute and 45 seconds, including the Nylander goal. Whew. So coming into this third period halfway through, we were feeling great. And then we have two quick flyer goals way faster than what it felt like during that Washington game when there was three goals in three minutes and 32 seconds. No, guys, this was a minute and 45 seconds. So I kind of blinked, checked our discord, looked up and I was like, oh, (laughs) what happened? (laughs) So the buds had to just lock it down, guys. They just had to lock it down. Wide open net for Faraby. Big miss thanks to Matthews. Probably saved the equalizer on the night. Matthews was able to go back, get his stick on him, and also... Kerfoot, guys, Kerfoot. I know there's a lot of hate for Kerfoot lately, especially the last month, but there are a lot of valuable plays that he does to save goals or odd man rushes. For example, his World Cup viewing spree has paid off because center ice, he loses his stick and just kicks the puck all the way into the fire's end. Oh, damn. Thank God for Kerfoot. And I think people will really regret losing Kerfoot. And since I'm solo tonight, I, I can say that without getting the immediate backlash. <laughs> but you guys can uh, burn me on Twitter or Discord or whatever you want. Uh, I won't take too much offense. Just a little. But yeah, two minutes left into the third period. We're, we're panicking. It's 4-3. Or sorry, 3-3. And... Kerfoot feeds feeds camp in front of the net. It pops up midair. He misses. We have four leaves in the ozone. Four leaves cannot score. A pass goes to Yarnrow, gets blocked. and Lily hits Lawton with one minute and <laughs> one minute and ten seconds left into the frame, and Philly goes on the power play. Just like our biggest nightmare. We we hate this, right? We we know this feeling. We we've been there. We've done that. Um, you know your last couple chances, especially to just seal the deal, and then the other team gets on the PP and scores. But not today, son. Because thank God <laughs> we have David Kampf, guys. David Kampf has been so incredibly. I'm just unbelievable i'm on a loss for words uh he only has two blocks credited to him tonight but i swear it feels like 10 (laughs) man and right when we're trying to get that empty netter brody you know he's been taking notes from the tampa bay lightning in my opinion because Faraby, i think clips him a little with his elbow in the face brody just goes back Whips his his head back, just like he got high stick to the face. And we get the call. So it's four on four with uh, 45.3 seconds left. And, of course, it's five on four because Philly needs their goal. They need their equalizer. We have Camp and Marner still out. uh, Carter Hart still in until 30 seconds left. And then he comes out. And it's just panic mode until Konechny breaks his stick on the final chance buzzer slapper. Yeah. Game over. The Leafs win. The Leafs win. Yes. Five to four. Oh, four to three. Oh, my God. See, I I, I can't even keep up. <laughs> Torch is mad. Sammy is nine and at home, tying a Leafs record. Thank you, T.J. Brody. You know, smart player. And I only say this thing about Tampa because it's time and time again where they sh- they've shown us that this is the way to win. And I'm not I'm not insinuating that the Leafs need to cheat in order to win, but it seems like. I don't know, they figured out the the system and Leafs have been figuring out their own system to overcome teams, whether it's Tampa, whether it's Philly or soon Arizona. <laughs> but hey, we have our 21st win on the board. Marner has 19 points in nine games, nine next gen games, that is. The first Leaf to reach 40 points on the season. And the Leafs are 7-1-1 on next-gen day. Yes! Five-game winning home streak. Nylander got the belt. Damn, feels good. So thank you guys for your questions. Um, I know I sit a possible pod tonight. Marner, before his question period, said, all right, guys, three Crest... Three questions. Merry Christmas. So it's just funny. I I happen to get three questions too. So thanks for following suit. And here we go. Fun guy at Southpaw underscore Cal on Twitter. What to do when there's no Leafs hockey for five days? Hmm. Good question. Well, I know you're on the West Coast. So I guess your days will be a better, uh, Better planned, maybe. Um, the the early games won't interfere, but at the same time, just rest, sleep, watch some Christmas movies, drink and be merry, celebrate with your family or friends. Or, you know, it's really important to say this. Sometimes the holidays aren't for everyone. Sometimes the holidays are triggering. Um, the best time of year is sometimes not the best time of year for so many people. So do what makes you happy. If You know, listening to Christmas tunes isn't your thing or doing one of those, I don't know, traditions that many people say, or maybe you don't even celebrate Christmas, right? Maybe you Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, anything, whatever it is, do what makes you happy. And if that means re-watching our documentary video about the leaves from previous seasons, do that. Or you can be like me who watch all the interviews because I like to get the info from the source directly instead of reading about it 20 different ways written by 20 different people. Me, personally... I'm not the biggest Christmas lover. Um, I know everyone has their own story. I'm the person posting memes uh, November 1st saying, you know, the biggest headache out there is hearing Christmas music before December. (laughs) Um, But the good news, I think, about this, this time of year that may help people get into the holiday spirit is that we're getting snow. And it's rare for Ontario to see some snow on Christmas day. Maybe flurries, maybe, I don't know, just no sun. But I know you guys out on the West coast near Vancouver got some snow. So, hey, anyways, or you can listen to your favorite episodes of Leap's Late Night. Um, Sorry, plug. (laughs) Um so we have carrie spears on twitter also asking is 34 better this year than last year without looking at his goals scored to date that is a really good question and i totally totally agree if we want to go solely on the eye test let's scrap the stats right I know last episode we said um, Matthews and Ovi has been tied for most goals since 2016-2017 season. I think Matthews is ahead of the game now with one ahead, I believe. But at the end of the day, yes, Ovi is elite. But in my opinion, he is a cherry picker, right? He stands in the same spot. He's not really a defensive player. He... He's known for a couple things and a couple things only. The main thing is that huge slapper, you know, between the ha- outside of the hash marks. Matthews, on the other hand, yes, he does not play on the PK. Yes, he does not play both power play units, but Matthews is everywhere. His stick is everywhere. Body, <clears throat> excuse me, tonight alone. Um, his defensive stats, you know, he didn't throw any hits, but I believe earlier in the season he was um, top three in hits. And the first month or so he was hit leader. It's more than just the hits, it's the ability to strip the puck from literally anyone. And I think we really see that too, and their trust among teammates when they pass Matthews the puck and sometimes it's the shittiest pass but they're they're confident that he'll be able to retrieve it in any way and take complete control I don't know it goes to show and um, with his trophies he won last year alone and I know we're we're kind of comparing um, previous years last year to this year he won the ten Lindsay, he won the rocket, he won the heart. He was voted by his peers and also voted by the the hockey writers, so it's coming from both sides. Leafs Nation, when they don't get their Timmy's pick, they get mad cuz they want goals from Matthews, but uh, you can really tell who's making different statements and who's watching the game. If someone's complaining, you know, Matthews tonight he has one assist on the board, but there's so many great things that he's doing, whether it's winning those face offs, he's seventy percent tonight. But even um the other night, I believe he was thirty three percent or thirty eight percent on the dot. And it didn't show. it he's still all over the place. He's a beast. And it's not even like he's aggressive. He has a little snarl to him, which I appreciate. and especially if you're going to be, a number one player in this league, top three, top five player in this league, people are going to target you, especially if you're a big man or especially if you're a little man. (laughs) Unfortunately, right? You hear the stories of little guys getting crushed and then the big guys are supposed to just be able to handle it. I don't know. I totally agree, though. And I totally believe... Maybe if he doesn't reach the point totals that he's expected to at this point, because I know my my um, off season uh, hot take was that three Leafs this year will reach a hundred points. Hey, they they can be on track. Matthews is known to be on hot hot streaks. He can ha- easily have uh, four three point games in a row. <laughs> Um, But it's more than that. It's more than just the points for him. It's playing a 200 foot game. It's being incredible on both sides of the puck. Connor McDavid did the exact same thing and then came into this year saying that he's focused on scoring more goals. And look at him now right? I think Matthews could be the exact same kind of player, even when Sidney Crosby did it and then came back and scored 50. Yeah, Matthews is elite, elite among other players on this team, but we're very lucky to have him. And this just leads into my next and final question from Eric Ellis at Eric Ellis, uh, Eric C. Ellis on Twitter. What's Nylander's next contract gonna look like? Hmm. So I say this leads into my next question because I really believe that if Matthew signs, Nylander will easily make that decision to sign. If Matthew leaves, and I'm not s- suggesting he will, but there's always an there's always that option. Then maybe Nylander might consider another city or follow suit, depending on the team. He signed a six-year $45 million deal, averaging 7.5 mil a year, December uh, 2018. He can extend next July just like Matthews, you know, last year having his career high in points, 80 points, 34 goals, reaching 30 goals twice in his career, 8th year with the Leafs. Man, this is proof that the Dubis plan works and it just takes time. Yes, we know when Nylander held out on his contract, it was the worst thing possible for him. The guy couldn't even skate shifts. He, he he looked gassed. He looked like he hasn't skated in six plus months just from how different he was with regards to his cardio and um, game ready physicality, you know. But Nylander has really turned it around. And... I think we have to really applaud him for what he's done so far. I mean, first one this year to reach 20 points for the Leafs. Three points tonight, five shots on net. But even outside of tonight's play, I think he heard that episode in the summer when I said, you know, Nylander, I hope that you play for the Leafs like you did for Team Sweden. When you played in that international tournament and had like six different kinds of plays within like a 10 second frame or whatever it was. And you look like a fucking dominating beast mode show like McJesus. We want that. And I know we, we don't want you injured. We can't have you injured. But at the same time, we just want you to look like you're interested and care. And this year, 100%. Last year, he took a lot of steps to make his leadership known. For example, leading warm-ups or stretches and then being the next man up. This year, after making those two line switches, you know, between Marner and Nylander, it's been on fire. That is when the Leafs started their winning streak after having a horrible October. What's the next contract gonna like? Gonna look like? Well, our friend Gary Bettman, instead of the seven mil or four mil cap increase, where it's suspected that it's only going to go up by one mil. Totally, just ruining plans for all teams. We have to save pennies for Matthews if he's going to stay. Also, Neilander, Bunting, Camp, Samsonov. Obviously, Leafs Nation. We we want a team friendly deal. Neilander's a young guy. He's gonna want to get paid, especially if he's on pace to score. 48 goals. Yeah, after tonight, 48 goals this guy can score if he keeps up the pace. So I assume it's going to be around 9.5 mil area. Also, depending on how long he signs, maybe a little bit of a discount if he signs long term. I assume it's going to be like a... I don't know why three is popping out in my mind. Three-year deal, maybe lower 9N, 9.5 max. I want the kid to get paid, but at the same time, you know, we have the core who's making double digits already besides Willie. So, are we going to play the same game of loading up the top and hoping for the best and our new pickups, kind of like how much luck we've had with Timmons, Bunting, Kampf? Or do we ride out, I don't know, bitch about Kerfoot for a year? Hall. Hey, we've, we rode it out with Hall and look, look at him now. I know I'm kind of going off topic here, but look at him now. Leading all defenders on ice tonight, 21 Just behind him, TJ Brody, twenty-one Three hits, one block, two giveaways, two takeaways. Justin Hall, he is one of the main guys for our PK. Five on three, who was out there? Justin Hall, David Kampf, and TJ Brody. It's just patience. Honestly, guys, patience. And I think that's what's going to take for the next contract. Nylander, this is his contract year. He's going to p- play to get paid. But the Leafs got to do it. We have a lot of contracts up at the, the end of this year. Management, right? If we're out in the first round, who knows what's going to go on? Shanahan, Dubas, Keefe, the whole thing's going to blow up. <laughs> and like, how are we going to feel if the Leafs. Past their regular season record again and that happens so we'll see i don't want to go down this uh, debbie downer lane but obviously nylander needs to get paid and i'm kind of just renting right now so merry christmas i'm extra giving oh <laughs> uh, yes tonight was a great game guys i think um three stars of the night William Nylander was the first one. And I actually, yeah, he got the belt tonight given hit, given to him by, uh, um, slipping my mind right now, of course, but yeah. So next game, it's all the way heading to December 27th. So (laughs) Cal, If you figure out what you're doing, let me know. (laughs) Because what feels like a long time can either feel double or it's going to be a really short time. But the Leafs face the St. Louis Blues on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time on the 27th of December. If you are in Canada. And then we see Arizona and Colorado. So kind of a difficult schedule you know st louis has been eh, arizona always has our number colorado is colorado so yeah we will definitely reconvene as i've been saying lately um next time on the 27th after the game and those who are waiting for their prizes stay tuned because they are mailed so you should get them any day now Thank you so much everyone for following along and sticking with me through this solo app. I hope uh, it wasn't too painful and uh, I applaud you shout out to, you know, um, TML fan in van, Marty Ziltra for doing this on his own, uh, sports is fun podcast. Check it out. He is a solo show and same with the believers pod, Mikey D. Um, another solo show guy. So I really applaud you guys for for your skills and doing what you do because it's really difficult to not be able to bounce off someone. But yeah, this is Leaves Late Night presented by Inside the Rink. Make sure you check out all your post and pre-game articles and we have merch guys um if you're watching the video and like what you see the sweater that i'm wearing yeah, yeah you can get the merch from that make sure you join our discord we have a lot of things going on there we're always looking for um great new hockey fan members who want to have a safe and positive environment to cheer your team on we also have fantasy debates pets other sports literally anything in life <laughs> so yeah and um give us a little rating if you'd like christmas you know but uh stay tuned and we will be back thank you so much for listening. this is Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Leafs Late Night. your night of post-game podcast. Available after every game on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and more. Happy holidays, everyone. I hope you have a really safe and um, excellent time. Stuff your face, drink, be merry, do whatever you want to do, be happy, and we will see you next time. Love ya.